Hello and welcome to another edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast, where we take a focus on the convergence of food, science, technology, and the impact they're having on Indiana currently, but also out into the future. My name is Gary Dick. I'm the host of the podcast and very pleased to uh, be joined uh, this time by John Hannock. John is the Managing Director of Purdue Ventures, part of the Purdue Foundry uh, in West Lafayette. And John, welcome. Good to see you again. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Good to see you. First of all, I want to get to, uh, give folks an introduction to you. You've been um, uh, on the scene for a number of years. We've known each other for a number of years. Give us a little background on John Hannock. Well, I've been uh, been at Purdue since uh, since 2005. Prior to that, a career in the, uh, in the steel industry. Um, ultimately ended up uh, as statewide director of uh, the Purdue Technology Centers, running our various tech centers across the state, Maryville, West Lafayette, Indianapolis, and New Albany. But then five years ago, uh, when Mitch Daniels came aboard as president, that was really the impetus for us to put a focus on commercializing technologies coming out of the university through startups. So our focus over the last five years, while we're still running the research parks and the tech centers, has really been the earlier stage commercializing of, of technologies, and therein was the uh, lied the creation of uh, of the foundry. Uh, Greg Deason, Tim Peoples, and myself kind of moved from the the research parks to uh, to the foundry, put together the programs, and and kind of evolved that as we went. And as a result, over the last uh, last uh, five years now, we've created 125 startups. Wow that are commercializing Purdue intellectual property and a similar number of startups that come to us from uh, from throughout the community. This whole idea of commercializing, uh, you know, IP and ideas, uh, I mean, it sounds like a natural thing, but it really it was not in Indiana, the state of Indiana's DNA for a long time. I think Martin Jiske and then obviously Mitch Daniels have, have just really lit a fire under that and put a real focus on that in Indiana. Absolutely. I think a lot of that uh, does go back to the uh, the Dr. Jiske years. He was really uh, the driver behind the, uh, the growth of the research parks and the commercialization of technology. So much of that goes actually goes back to the, uh, the Bayh-Dole Act mm. uh, when, when universities could could uh, could commercialize technologies and reap some of the benefits of that, but it really took decades, I think, uh, throughout the country for 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 universities to come to grips with how to go about uh, doing that. The uh, the foundry kind of represents. Uh, more of a recognition that we need to move these technologies into the marketplace and let the market test them, let the market tell us uh, their viability, uh, their investability. Um, and therein uh, was, was why we created Purdue Ventures, which is part of the foundry. Uh, the Purdue Ventures side of the foundry really focuses on access to capital and access to talent. Those are the two uh, really kind of secret ingredients to a successful startup, capital, um, but, but particularly talent as well. So we spend a lot of our time, we run uh, three of our own seed funds, but we also provide uh, a lot of access through our network to venture capital, angel investors, and those types of investors. Talk about um, uh, the creation of the Ag Accelerator Fund to help ag bioscience startups uh, get funding. Uh, talk about the, how that is being embraced and the whole idea of the concept behind it. Yeah, so uh, two or three years ago, uh, part of uh, President Daniels' Big Moves program was to, uh, to, to put uh, more capital uh, into the commercialization of, 
uh, technologies that impacted the plant sciences. That resulted in a lot of uh, changes in the College of, uh, of Agriculture, uh, the hiring of some, uh, some world-class, uh, additional world-class professors, and also the, uh, the building, and uh, it's kind of provided the seed capital for the Genomics Center. But $2 million of that money was, uh, was dedicated to, uh, to be invested in uh, the commercialization of technologies that impact the plant sciences. So uh, quite, quite literally, the College of Agriculture came to us and said, okay, we, we have some, some funds to invest in companies. We want to transfer that over to the Purdue Research Foundation, but how do you recommend going about doing that? So we sat down and through a series of planning meetings determined that the, the best way to do it would be to actually create an accelerator. Uh, we felt that, that the, uh, the plant sciences were somewhat underserved relative to seeing technologies flowing out that would go into, uh, into startups. So we felt that, that running it as an accelerator, which would be an eight-week program, uh, they would go through our fire starter program at the, at the foundry. We'd have an entrepreneur in residence assigned to them. But this would better position those technologies, whether they were uh, a, a company founded by a student, a graduate student, undergraduate student, or a researcher, if we could run it as, a, uh, as, as an accelerator. So each semester, uh, we have a, an open application period, and, and probably the best news of all, we've done nine investments in, in companies that are commercializing those technologies, but we're averaging somewhere between 10 and 15 applications each semester. So there's a great deal of interest, a high amount of uh, uh, companies that are looking for that seed funding. So every semester, it's a $100,000 um, accelerator. We have a, a panel. Of, uh, of judges that serve as an investment committee that are made up equally of uh, folks internal to, to Purdue from the College of Agriculture, from the Purdue Foundry, from the research parks, as well as we bring in usually three uh, guest venture capitalists each semester uh, to assist us uh, in, that, uh, in that process, as well as folks from, uh, from Agrinova. So it's been a, a great experience. Um, I've certainly learned a great deal in the, uh, in the ag space. Um, it's, it's really a, a very hot space. You're seeing more and more ag funds uh, cropping up uh, across the country. We've gotten a lot of attention from, from them, given what we're doing at the earliest stage. Mm -hmm. um, and, but it's been real exciting to see some of these, uh, these companies start to really uh, evolve. So based on what you're saying, I mean, my, my next question is, what is that pipeline? What is that, uh, you know, how many ideas, how many companies are, are out there in the ag space, you know, looking for funding? And what you're saying is uh, there are lots of ideas out there and lots of uh, potential companies out there. Lots of ideas, and I think uh, something like the advent of the accelerator is causing mm -hmm. a lot of people that are doing research to start to think in terms of creating more ideas, more innovations, now that they see that there's a, uh, a path to, uh, to funding. So mm -hmm. again, I, I think if, if we measure our success to date uh, through the accelerator, it's been in a number of applications. When we have our uh, our open application period again this September, I expect to see another 15 to 20 companies come about. Um, but but maybe the other thing that's been significant is that the nine that we've invested in really uh, kind of kind of represent a great spectrum of technologies mm -hmm. in the uh, in the ag space. Everything from from Ficrobe with a, a technology that uh, that can uh, quickly quickly uh, determine uh, contamination in in proto, proto 
produce to a company like uh, Progeny, which is doing uh, high-tech imaging from uh, from drones for um, mm-hmm. for crop analysis, to Vincent's, which does soil analytics mm-hmm. based on big data. Uh, they're serving the uh, the wine industry uh, mm-hmm. currently. So we've we've just seen a, a great deal of, uh, of of those technologies that impact the plant sciences. Some of which come directly out of the College of Agriculture, but others mm-hmm. that may come from the College of Electrical Engineering, as an example, uh, that that have an application in the ag space. Are, are there other funding sources that you, as you look broader, more broadly, around the state of Indiana, more funding sources that uh, could help benefit? the ag space? Yeah, I, I, I think so. We work uh, very closely with Elevate Ventures through our mm-hmm. Elevate Purdue Foundry Fund, which is another one of our seed funds. And, and a number of these um, ag companies, emerging ag companies, have uh, have had the opportunity to pitch to uh, to Elevate. Some of the other um, uh, funds within the, in, within the state, whether it's High Alpha or Allos or any of the others, um, also uh, we, we, we stay close to and, and they, they know what we have going on. But then also around the mid West, there's there's more um, an increasing number of, of ag funds that are that are viewing Indiana as a uh, as a place for them to to stay close to. So the uh, this this accelerator uh, investment committee that we put together with outside VCs has been actually very heartening. We've we've had them from St. Louis, we've had them from Memphis, we've had them from Chicago, we've actually had them from the West Coast as well, all with an interest in the ag space that have led to further connections and and actually up to and including diligence on on some of the companies. As we wrap up, uh, John, you're you're uh, I, I I think it's probably safe to say you're bullish on. On, on the future, especially when it comes to innovation, to entrepreneurs uh, in the ag space. Ab- absolutely, and and for me personally, that you know the creation of and the management of the accelerator has just been proof positive of mm-hmm. that. It the the number of applications I can't stress that enough. But the success of the companies, a number of them which are now revenue live, mm-hmm. um, I just I just see this growing. I, I I see no slowing of it. In fact, if anything, the 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 use of this as a, as a seed fund has done is exactly what it's supposed to do, which is just to start to trigger activity, which ultimately is going to cause more capital to flow into the state. Very good. John Hannock is the managing director of Purdue Ventures, part of the uh, Purdue Foundry. And John, always great to see you. Thanks uh, for being part of the podcast. Yes, yeah, thank you, Gary. All right. Well, that does it for another edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast, a look at food, science, and technology coming together to uh, impact the state of Indiana. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.